Hi, I'm Jordan Laurel, and welcome to my show where we make the human experience magical through mental health, mindset, and manifestation. My story is one of radical transformation and rebirth. From depressed, disempowered, and dependent to flourishing within an incredible life I've created, this podcast is me sharing my process of overcoming and creating a magical human experience to help support you as you do the same. Tune in every Monday to feel empowered through stories, wisdom, and lots of super practical tips. Because I am proof, you can change your entire life and manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. Welcome to the Magical Human Experience Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast, friends. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I had a really fun Thanksgiving, actually. Uh, lots of dancing. If you don't know, if you don't follow me on Instagram, you're missing out on some of the craziness and fun. But I am taking dance lessons with my dad. So to give you a bit of a backstory, my mom and her sister were like, crazy and so fun growing up and they were incredible ballroom dancers they grew up in Philly and they would go up to New York a lot and dance with like incredible dancers at amazing like known venues and back in the day like that was a big deal going up to New York and uh she's just so good at dancing and I guess I don't even know how my dad got roped into it. I think he wanted to learn because he knew mom was good but he also thought it would be fun And I think he was interested in having a hobby as he got older. I also, by the way, this has become my new hobby. And I just like for a second want to touch on the importance of having a hobby or the benefit maybe I should say. I understand sometimes life gets really crazy, but I am personally really enjoying having a hobby, especially as somebody whose job is like, it's so all encompassing. Like I am my my job. I am my business to a very large degree. And so it can be really, really, really hard for me to separate and shut off and actually like relax. Um, speaking of which, I was just actually thinking about how I scheduled to watch a movie tonight and that is probably not happening. And I was just thinking about all the work I was going to finish up tonight. So yeah, it's a work in progress, but I have been prioritizing going to dance lessons with my dad. And have been really finding it's been great for my mental health to watch a movie here and there, to have a hobby. So highly recommend if you are like me and tend to really be all in on work. Um, even It's even really beneficial even if you have a great social life. I would always act like my social life was part of my uh, just, I don't know, that was my fun time, my play time. And I think a hobby is different. And it just, it's does something different for you. It gives you something to talk about. It's an interest that's like actually unrelated to whatever you do to be productive. It's literally just for pleasure. Uh, And I just cannot recommend more highly. But I've been going to these dance lessons with my dad. He's been doing them for a few years. Him and my mom go out dancing. It's so cute. They're literally goals. Uh, My mom is 69. My dad is 71. And if I have the energy and zest for life that they have – When I'm that age, I will be very happy. Um, I will die happy because (laughs) it's so inspiring. It's so impressive. They do so much. They have so much fun. I really feel like they live life. And that's something that I am trying to do more of. I don't know. Something hit me this year turning 33. I was just like... I'm, I, I want to be present more. I really want to get everything I can out of this experience, not in a way that puts pressure on me and takes away from then enjoying the experience, but I really want to savor it all. And 
spend a lot less time worrying about what's going to happen, focusing on what has happened, uh, and just really trying to be present with a nervous system that is regulated because that makes a big difference. It's really hard to enjoy the present moment if you are in fight or flight, which I was for a lot of my life. So now that I really am feeling a lot more safe and secure in my body after doing this work the last few years, um, personal power work, nervous system regulation work, learning how to develop a safe, secure, intimate relationship with myself, really crazy how that breeds a lot of peace and stability and just safety that allows you to enjoy life a lot more. Um, I've just been thinking about that and trying to really do more fun things and experience more. And so this has been such a pleasure. Um, Just learning how to do something new. It's challenging. Um, I feel like an idiot half the time. The teacher that uh, my dad's taking me to, she her son was on Dancing with the Stars. She's a pretty well-known dance teacher. She judges competitions. Um, she's literally fantastic. Um, definitely in her um, later phase of her career now, obviously. But uh, she's savage. She's savage with me. And I, my dad's foot's been bothering him. So I'm getting the brunt of the lessons more. and Or maybe I should say the brunt of the criticism <laughs> and correction. And she just keeps asking me like, why did you turn your head that way? Why did you go that way? Why did you do this? Why did you do that? And I'm like, I literally have no idea. I'm just trying to stay moving in a coordinated manner with you. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so it's just been funny and just a great, great time away from working to just do something different and connect connect with my body. Actually, it's been really funny how she's been saying things that I'm like, hmm, this translates to my relationships with men (laughs) like I am not the greatest at following or yeah being led uh just some funny things she's pointed out to me and I'm like hmm this is an area that I could do better about being in my feminine energy in my partnerships and romantic life as well so you know lots of like life lessons that you can take from dancing and apply to (laughs) other areas apparently so it's just been yeah it's been really fun but we've been trying to practice at home and so we did a lot of dancing in the kitchen on Thanksgiving we went out dancing on Friday night I can't keep up with my parents. Um, And yeah, just been trying to squeeze that in. Went to a Christmas tree lighting um, for the town that I grew up in uh, or one of the right next to the town I grew up in uh, on Saturday. It's just, yeah, such a fun, fun, festive weekend. Um, And as I also shared on my stories this weekend, I am just really grateful to be where I am with my family. Um, We have had some some difficult, difficult experiences over the years, um, you know, between a lot of death in the family, um, specifically surrounding Christmas. My grandma, who lived with us the last four years of her life, she passed away on Christmas morning in our home. Um, and that was, I don't know, maybe 12 years ago, 11 years ago. And then um, my other grandma, literally the day I was breaking the news to my parents that uh, my ex-husband and I were getting divorced. She passed on Christmas Eve about five years ago. So Christmas has been, we've had a rough go with Christmases and we've had a rough go with our relationship. As you know, I've shared here, you know, being raised in a cult of religion that was just very patriarchal, very, very controlling of women, a lot of fear and shame, a lot of it's our way or you're going to hell, Um, a lot of just 
ostracizing people who are different in any way or have different beliefs. Um, It was definitely a very damaging culture and there was just a lot of damage that was done growing up. Um, But I'm so grateful because we really have spent a lot of time, you know, working through that stuff. It's tough sometimes bridging that gap of healing with people, especially when it's your parents or it's, you know, people from your past. Uh, being able to understand they did the best they could and hold space for that while also holding space for yourself and for your hurt and, you know, not not advocating for yourself and standing up for what you need and how things need to shift. And so I'm just so grateful that we have done so much work and we're actually able to have peaceful holidays now and have a lot of fun and a lot of enjoyment. Um, it's really something that has not come easy but has – been such a blessing um, and just wanted to kind of share that. I have it on a highlight on my Instagram. If you want to hear a bit more of what I was saying in that regard, if you are having a bit of a tough time this holiday season, I know it can be a little bit difficult sometimes when you are seeing a lot of people sharing their joy and their family um, and it can look perfect on the outside and it's it never is. Uh, rarely, rarely, I should say, is there's always a story or there's always things that you're not seeing that are going on. And so just a reminder that you are not alone if you are experiencing struggles with families or pain surrounding the holidays, especially surrounding loss, or maybe it is a connection of a ruptured relationship with family that is making the holidays hard. You're not alone. Um, You can always DM me if you need some love and encouragement on Instagram. Um, But just wanted to share a bit more of my story to also remind you that we are so resilient as humans and so much stronger than we realize. And there is hope for healing, for finding joy in the midst of grief, for better days that get easier as you heal and you continue to choose how you're going to move forward with the life that is happening and that is how we step back into our power is we we have massive control over ourselves and how we handle the things that happen to us so sending my love if you're somebody that is having a rough time this holiday season but wanted to just touch on that uh because I didn't want to contribute to a false narrative of things being perfect um, and kind of just share the context for this joy that um, not that you need to go through a struggle to have joy I don't I also don't want to support that narrative but you know the reality is most of us have struggles in our lives and there is hope and healing and a future past those things so Just wanted to touch on that a bit as we are kind of in that season now, entering December in a few days, which is just absolutely, absolutely crazy. Uh, I am excited. I have a few more New York trips and I'm hoping to do a few really festive things while I am in New York. I've never been to Rolf's, which is apparently a really fun festive spot. Um, So going to do that and have a few other things on my to-do list that I'm sure you guys will see on stories on Instagram as they happen. And yeah, I am excited for you guys to hear today's podcast episode. This is a bit of a long introduction, catching you up on life a bit because I didn't do that in last week's episode because last week's was two hours long. Um, So we're doing a little double catch up here. But this week's episode, uh, I am just so honored to have Dr. Shay on. She is, I, I just was, I came, I connected with her because I was excited to do microneedling. And I've done a lot of partnerships with med spas and practices that do aesthetic treatments over the years um, for like Botox or facials or lasers or whatever. I've done microneedling in the past. And 
I was excited to connect because I was excited to try a new treatment and to share it with you guys, but I was blown away when I met her. She is, first of all, such a genuine, kind, intelligent human. I was really, I felt really connected to her when I met her, but she also has such a heart for what she does. I was just really inspired by her stories and just could tell she just loves what she does so much and cares so deeply about her patients, and it really is about really enhancing the quality of their life. She is an OBGYN who also does treatments like microneedling, um, but she also does hormone therapy and hormone treatments. She also does vaginal rejuvenation. She does a lot of things that started off with her helping mothers get back to feeling confident again, being able to enjoy pleasure again. Uh, And she just, from there, kind of expanded into aesthetic treatments. But she really, really, really cares about helping people feel good again. And you know me and my, you know, my manifestation, everything I talk about, it's all about feeling, feeling good. And there is nothing wrong with using things to help you feel better about how you look because when you feel good about how you look you feel good you feel confident and yes we need to do the internal work we need to see our beauty and love ourselves but there is nothing wrong with doing things to help yourself feel a bit better or to eliminate an insecurity that you find popping up for you on a regular basis Um, especially I just I'm so passionate about this because We have had such an unrealistic standard of beauty thrown at us as women, but then we get so much shame and judgment for doing anything not natural. And I I go into this in the podcast, and obviously there's a lot more we chat about surrounding just, you know, how to approach these because aesthetic treatments can be done from the wrong place or they can be taken too far. Like, I think there are definitely things to be aware of, and we chat about that, but I am just excited for this conversation because it's high time that we stop being made to feel bad about doing things that help us feel good as women. So I hope this conversation is really helpful for you in just navigating aesthetic treatments. You know, if you have something that is a concern for you, I hope this helps you navigate if you want to do something about it or if you want to just work on loving yourself as you are with it. Um, But if you do decide you want to go about getting a treatment, you know, some things to consider. Uh, Some ways to really make sure it is something that is helping you step more into your power, not taking you out of your power and just adding value overall to your life and helping you truly actually feel good long term. So I'm not going to ramble much more. There is no magic of the week because the magic of the week is the microneedling treatment that Dr. Shea did on me. I did two treatments this fall and I have seen such an insane difference. I am so excited, so happy. I just feel like my face got rewound about like three or four years. I just feel a lot more tighter and lifted. There's a lot less sagging around my jawline, my scars. I mean, you guys know I went through medical malpractice. My scar is so, so, so much less noticeable and that skin and that area is a lot more smoother. I just, my pore size has shrunk. My texture is just so much smoother and I just had a lot of texture that would show up in photos as well that would bother me and I just don't see that much anymore. My face looks just so bright and lifted and just healthy 
in photos now. And that has made such a big difference for me. It's cut down my time working and uh, just needing to t- needing to get different angles and shots and lighting and all of that uh, and just has made me feel better about myself and more excited to shoot. So I've seen such a difference and uh, just can't recommend the treatment more. It had so little downtime and she really goes into why the treatment the specific device she uses is so unique, but then also how she does the treatment is special and different from how most practices do it. Uh, So yeah, I am going to stop rambling because this has been quite the introduction, but I hope you guys love. And if you have any questions, please reach out to me or Dr. Shea, and we would be more than happy to chat and answer your questions. Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Shea. Hi, Jordan. Thank you so much for inviting me to your podcast. Oh, you're so welcome. It's my pleasure. I really enjoyed our conversation when I was in, um, for those listening, I was in the office about a month and a half ago or so um, when I was up for Fashion Week. I connected with Vibrance BPC's team and ended up coming in and we had such a great conversation. So I'm so excited to kind of take it to the podcast because I think it's going to really empower people, especially surrounding just the topic of aesthetic treatments, which has so much of a stigma and it can have confusion and judgment. So I'm excited to bring some clarity and empowerment to the conversation. Sure, I'll be happy to share some of my experiences and um, and let the listeners know that aesthetic is really not just about you know external beauty, but mm. it actually brings confidence into someone, and you can transform the person. Yes, and and that's I think what I was so excited about from our from what I was hearing from you, the stories you shared, um, even how you share on your social media. Like it's so clear that you're really about empowering people, helping them feel good. And so I'd love if you could maybe go into because I think your story is so unique and kind of that is just you know amplified through your story that that heart and mission that you have and what you do. Um, maybe share with the listeners just how you got started, why you're so passionate about this, um, and just. Yeah, give a bit of background. Sure, I would love to. So basically, just a little bit about myself. Um, I have been in OBGYN for the last 25 years, and I have delivered about close to, well, about 10,000 babies so far. I was also a very busy um, robotic surgeon, which I do, you know, hysterectomies, you know, ovarian cystectomy, whatnot, through robotic surgery. And I have been doing that obviously um, for many years, 25 years, and started about five, six years ago. Um, I started looking into, first I started looking into things like vaginal rejuvenation because I have a lot of pregnant women, postmenopausal women that needed um, treatment in the vaginal area. And I was able to help them doing these procedures uh, non-invasively without surgery to help them correct their issues. Um, whatever they may be, could be like vaginal laxity, urinary incontinence, urinary frequency, um, dryness, uh, lack of sensation. But we can probably go into that in another podcast in the future. Yes, Um, so many questions. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that would be a a huge topic that listeners will want to know. And that's where my most, you know, uh, passion with because because I'm a gynecologist. But um, starting with that, um, I have deliver tons of women with babies and that have actually started to notice that well well they started asking me doc what can you do with about you know about my stretch marks you know after the baby my skin are so laxed and then there's so many stretch marks how can I get rid of them or this pooch that I have you know like because a lot of women after 
pregnancy, they have something called the diastasis of the rectus muscle, which is like a muscle separation in the middle. And no matter what you do, no matter how much exercise you do, they will never come back. Mm. And sometimes if they're bad enough, you actually need to have surgery to correct them. Oh, wow. So I started doing research on how to help these women with these issues. And because they, they are actually now having a, an issue like wearing their clothing again. Mm. They don't look good in their clothing. Um, they kind of like look, you know, out of their usual figure. And they really want to do something to correct it. And so they seek help from me. And so I found that there are great devices such as that microneedling, um, you know, with radio frequency that over time can help them to smooth out their stretch marks and, you know, help them to look good in their own skin again. Um, even though it's some, it's maybe parts of the body that no one else would see, but they themselves see it and they themselves feel like bad about it or even like they don't want to wear swimsuits and, and whatnot, you know, be in the public in like in a nice, you know, more fitted dress. And then, so I found that, you know, microneedling with radio frequency actually really helps with these um, t type of situation with the stretch marks. And then, you know, you, we all know that microneedling like you did uh, can also help the face to be tightened and lifted as well and mm -hmm. smooth out the skin on the, on the face. So it's like, you know, win-win situation. I do their abdomen first and then now I'm working on their face. Um, and then we have the M-Scope Neo, which is a really unique device that can help you to do exercise. So when you lay down on this bed um, for 30 minutes with the applicator on your abdomen, uh, you can have the equivalent of tw having 20,000 sit-ups in, in 30 minutes. And the newest device called the M-Scope Neo now can actually burn your fat by up to 30% and increase your muscle a muscle tone by 25%. So you have now a better tone body. Um, you, it actually, through the studies that they've shown, it actually brings back the uh, diastasis of the rectus muscle. So the separation actually um, reduces by itself. And there's no other device on, on the market that can do this. This wow. M-Scope Knee is the only one that can do it. And recently, we actually helped one of the model. Um, she was postpartum for almost... Uh, when she started with me, it was about she was about six months post-pregnancy. And she came in and she's like, oh my God, I tried everything. I tried exercise, I tried dieting, and my pooch just won't go down. And I said, well, it's because you have this, you know, separation of the muscle. Let's do M-scope on you. She was so happy. She did the four session and she also did the butt lift. So we put it on her buttock and then it helped to, to tighten her butt and lifted her butt. And she came back three months later for her post three months picture. And she told us, and I, I, didn't, I didn't know how she did it, but she lost close to 11 pounds over the three months without doing you know, extensive dieting. She said she just ate healthy. Um, and then she didn't do extra exercise and she lost two and a half inch from her waist. And she looked so toned. And she looks so happy. And, and she said, this really brings back confidence into herself mm. and that she's now able to restart her modeling career again. And which like, we're like so thrilled for her.
Aw, I just, you've had so many stories you've shared like this, even with people with acne scars, people who, who after having babies, like we're not getting any pleasure out of sex, like just everything you've shared. It's just, it's amazing how much it impacts people's confidence levels and then how it impacts their life, which I think is what's so cool about, you know, all of these treatments. Yeah. I mean, I have a, a, another excellent, um, story regarding this acne treatment. Um, because I have a special device called Agnes, Agnes Radio Frequency Microneedling. And it's a really unique device where it can actually target certain area, targets, you know, like your face in certain area and just correct that certain area. Um, but it's really, it is like one of the best device um, on this market so far for acne scar treatment. And I actually have a very special, unique techniques for it because mm. it's not a technique that everybody that has the device knows how to do. Um, so I'll just tell you a little story. I recently went to, um, well, someone introduced me to this um, ballet studio that was opening. And so I was there on their grand opening day. And I met the, the owner and she's a um, former, um, professional ballerina from China. And for some reason, when she came to America, she didn't continue to do her ballet dancing anymore. And I didn't really ask her why, but she, later on, she did tell me why. So that day she said, well, I'm opening this because my daughter is at the time of like learning ballet and she wanted to learn ballet. So I thought to open a ballet studio to teach her daughter and to teach other kids. <clears throat> but I saw her face and when I saw her face, I noticed that she put a lot of makeup was, she was trying to hide her acne scars and she has such an extensive acne scars. And so I said to her, I said, I am so sorry to bring this up to you. I hope you don't mind. I hope you're not like mad at me when I say this, but I say you can really, um, I can really help you if you want me to. She's like, what do you mean, Dr. Shea? I have been, this is like my biggest pain point um, my whole life because mm -hmm. I have been suffering from acne for many years and it has left me with such as deep scars. And she said, I have spent so much money. You have no idea how much money I have already spent on my face for this acne, mm. but no one can really help me to clear it and to, to fix it. I said, well, if you believe me and if you trust me, come and I will definitely help you. So long story short, she came once and we did one treatment on her and she went back and I haven't heard from her, but I just, you know, texted her and she's like, oh my God, Dr. Shea, it's so good. But she meant to come back the second time and she just didn't have the time. Well, she came about uh, four weeks ago for her oh. second treatment. And she said, Dr. Shea, you have no idea. With one of your treatment, it out beats all the money that I have spent in the past for my acne treatment. And she was so happy that she's like telling me, you know, I'm gonna be able to go back to dancing again because I, I was so, I lost confidence in, in her. She lost confidence in herself um, on how she looked and that's why she's not dancing herself anymore. And she resorted to only teaching. Mm. And then she said, you know, I'm going to start going back to dancing again. I was like, well, that's so good. That's a beautiful story. And we, we actually happened to be chosen um, by the world's greatest TV show um, two months ago. 
And when she came in, I was just trying to pick the right person to do our testimonial. So I asked her, I said, well, if you really liked our treatment and you really think that it helped you, would you mind come in and be our testimonial for the Agnes treatment? She said, Dr. Shea, that would be, that would be so great. I would love to talk about you. And I wanted to, and for that reason, I wanted to buy a new tutu. Oh! <laughs> and she said, I, I have to wear my new tutu. I want to be full makeup with the, with the headpiece and everything. And so she said, can I do that? Can I do that? I was like, sure, I think so. So she went home and then basically um, when she came in for the photo, uh, for the filming that day, she did come with her new tutu. She was so beautiful and she, um, she filmed for us. She gave her testimonial. She's like, the two treatment had really changed her life and she's now like really confident that she wants to go back on stage again. And wow. these are like stories. I mean, I even have one waiter, um, a guy, mm. 24 years old, um, after the second treatment of his acne scar, he told me that um, he told me something that almost made me cry. He said, "Dr. Shea, you know now I can um, eat with my colleagues during uh, lunchtime." And I was like, "What do you mean by that?" She said, "Well, I mean." in COVID time, at that time it was COVID time, um, he was wearing masks all the time and he didn't want to take off his mask to eat with his colleagues wow. during lunch break. And uh. after the second treatment that I did on him, he's now able mm. to take off his mask and eat with his friends you know, during lunch break. And he even told me, now I have the confidence to go find a girlfriend again because Aww. my girlfriend left me because of my acne scar. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, you are such a you know warm hearted person. And now you're gonna, you look so handsome without scars anymore. You go ahead, find the most beautiful girlfriend and show that girl, old girlfriend how good you are right now. And so that's what I love about these things. You know, it's a, a lot of the time, doing aesthetic treatment is not just about looking more beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's really about regaining that self-confidence that you may have lost because mm -hmm. something, you know, happened to your face, like acne scars or, or getting older with some laxity um, or the body, you know, imaging has you know, lost because of pregnancy and, or gaining weight, whatnot. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that aesthetic really is not just about, you know, trying to show off to people. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, we have, I mean, we do have clients who comes in and just want to have bigger lips and, you know, like more whatever. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I would, I would tell them, well, you don't really need a bigger lip. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, your, your face is already all filled up. You don't need any more fillers. Mm -hmm. And if they insist on doing things that I don't agree with, mm. I sometimes will turn them away because I don't want them to look disfigured yeah. um, from overfill their face. Yeah. I want them to look more naturally beautiful the way they are at, at their younger self. Yes. Or when they are, you know, with a you know better skin. Mm. And my mission is to really holistically using the device that I have to to make their skin look more beautiful, more useful, and then you know, then they will look beautiful anyway. Yeah. And that's how I feel it. 
Yeah, no, I, I love everything that you're sharing. I think we're like so on the same page and I, that's why I was so excited to have this conversation because I feel like there's so many stigmas around getting treatments, but it's also the standard of beauty. It's completely unrealistic. So it's like, well, you need to look perfect. Um, oh, but you can't do anything that's not completely natural. Oh, but we can alter our appearance through, you know, makeup. Um, that's okay. Um, and also spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars on skincare that's going to give you maybe a quarter of the results that you want. Mm-hmm. That's okay. But it's like, so it's just, it's like such a, you know, you're stuck between a rock and a hard place as a woman in, in our day and age sometimes. And so, and I am, you know, I'm all for self-love. I am very much about loving and accepting myself and I'll share kind of my, my like line in the sand and my principles when I approach aesthetic treatments for myself, um, in case that's helpful for other people. I think that doing things to support us feeling our best, there's nothing wrong with that. And aesthetic treatments are just so much more, so much more efficient and effective than skincare often is. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I totally agree with what you're saying. I think are are my I mean I everything I believe mind over matters and if we actually feel good about ourselves and we are we have more sort of self confidence and mm-hmm. self love in certain ways it actually improve our mind improve our health and we have a better outlook on life totally everything looks more beautiful everything seems more pleasant even mm-hmm. the little things that bother you may not bother you anymore and you know and that's what i love because in our center we not only treat the image well we not only treat your outer appearance we actually treat your body mm-hmm. and i i love doing hormonal therapy on a men and women to help them feel better to have mm. more energy um to be more vibrant to have better mental focus and these are all part of it. Once your body inside feels good and you're energetic, it will also, you know, like show through your skin and your whole entire entire body, your whole entire look will be changed and you will look youthful, mm-hmm. you'll look energetic and you look healthy and everybody can see it and you will then feel you know, more assured about yourself, you're more confident, you're, you can go out there and attack and, and, you know, everything like, you know, do better for yourself and other people. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I think for, I mean, I'm so big on manifestation and like manifestation is literally all about feeling, you know, feeling the feelings of the person who has the thing, but cultivating them in the here and now. And so doing everything you can to feel your best makes such a big difference in what you're creating. And a huge part of that is because of how you're showing up and like a hundred percent when I dress well, when I take care of myself, when I look my best, when I, you know, work on insecurities, when I exercise, when I eat healthy, like all the things I do in my life, I are, the goal is to try to feel my best. Cause when I do, I feel good about myself. That is how you build confidence. Mm-hmm. And then you are in your power and we create so much better when we're coming from our personal power at life. And so Yes, it's all coming down to like, how do you feel doing things that make you feel good? And there's nothing wrong with wanting to look your best. And I think maybe that's a great segue into like principles surrounding aesthetic treatments. And I think you mentioned that you turn people away or steer them in a different direction when they're coming and wanting to get things that are just like exaggerated or not safe. Um, and I think that's a, that's one of my principles is I really try to stick to, I want to look like my best self. I don't want to look like somebody else. And I think 
people can sometimes get swayed. Oh, you know, this is trending or the celebrity had this, or I want to look like this person. And I think that comes back. That's how you come back to self-love. It's about loving and accepting who you are and how do I look my best? Um, so yeah, how do you, how do you go about that conversation with patients? Yeah. So most of patient, um, that comes to me, I mean, it's besides patient, besides patients selecting me as, you know, as mm-hmm. who they want to go to, I also, you know, select my patient. And so mm. in that way, I, when I interview them, I ask them, what do they want to achieve? Um, and usually I would say, you know, the best part is, you know, I mean, everyone looks beautiful by themselves, but maybe if I can just make you look like your younger self. So I would tell them to bring me their picture from five years ago, mm-hmm. or 10 years ago and say to them, if I can make you look like that, would you be happy? Instead of like say, who do you want to look for? You know, look mm. like, because I don't want to turn them to, into looking like someone else because that's not them. And that's like, to me, that's more fake. Yeah. That's yeah. more like, you know, and that's not going to breed confidence. Exactly. It's taking you away from you, not yeah. bringing you closer to feeling the most you. Mm-hmm. And most people agree with me. Hmm. Most people will be like, okay, I will look, I, I mean, if I'm now 50 years old, I would lo- love to look like when I'm in my 40s or 30s. Just bring me back 10 years and mm-hmm. I'll be happy. And I said, I will, I can do that. Mm-hmm. I can definitely do that over time. I can make your skin look healthier mm-hmm. and younger and more smoother and more even tone. Um, I can, you know, tighten your skin in such a way that it's not um, like, you know, it's not like frozen, mm-hmm. um, but more lifted looking without actually doing an invasive surgery because there's there's so many technologies nowadays that can do that. And over time, you can actually achieve that. Mm. <clears throat> I was... Um, I was recently at a uh, speaking uh, speaking event for uh, one of my device um, who I am uh, who I speak for the the company I speak for them, and I met a, uh, a you know a, a older practitioner. Uh, he's been in the business for like maybe 20, 30 years, and he said that he treated someone when he started treating this lady. She was in her fifties, and. Um, she at that time when they use a uh, um, skin scanning, <clears throat> her skin age was like more closer to sixty rather than fifty. So it was older than what her skin age would would be, um, should be. And uh, so he devised a whole treatment plan for her to follow, do certain things, you know, each year if she wants to. And so he's been seeing her for the last close to twenty years. And she's now in her 70s and she keeps going back to him every single year, multiple times doing the same treatments, basically microneedling, IPL and whatnot, just maintenance treatment. Well, guess what? Her skin age right now is at 46. No way. So, <laughs> so she ages backward in terms of her, oh, that's crazy. the health of her skin. Yeah. And I said, oh my God, I love that idea. And that's what I, I hope to achieve with myself. Yeah. When I, am ter- when I turn 70, I hope I ha- have the skin of a 40-year-old and, um, and never really look old again. <laughs> and, but it's, it's doable right now. But it's just like you know, learning how to take care of yourself, how to have mm-hmm. the proper technology. And, and one of the things that he said to her was, well, 
you're, you look so good already. Your skin is at 47. I can't improve you anymore. You don't need to come to me anymore. And do you know what she said? She said, no, I have to start, you know, continue to come to you. And he said, why? He said, I love the compliments. I love when people telling me that I look mm -hmm. amazing. And you know, that's, that's so nice. I mean, she doesn't look like someone else, but it's just herself mm -hmm. with a better skin. Yeah. 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 And I think that's such a, that's such a, I, I think, well, your story, you shared a story earlier about um, vaginal rejuvenation where you've had clients who they can't even have pleasure anymore after having, after giving birth, or some of them even never have experienced that and you've been able to give that to them. And I think it's similar with, you know, these treatments, like we're allowed to enjoy what we see in the mirror. We're allowed to enjoy sex. Like, and I, I, I think especially as women, we can be so others focused or just so hard on ourselves, or, or even coming from maybe a more puritanical culture. I'm not sure where it comes from, but it's almost like pleasure is bad. Feeling too good about yourself is bad. There's these negative, like people are afraid to just mm -hmm. to do things that make them happy. And I think when I'm happy, I do way more good in the world. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's not a narcissistic uh, self-love. It's a, you know, when I feel my best and I look my best, I show up my best. Mm -hmm. And if that, that makes her happy, like she should, she should be able she to do that. It. Yeah. And if I can just, you know, add on what we, you know, just touched upon right now, because this month is the Breast uh, Cancer Awareness Month. Well, mm -hmm. today's the last day of the Breast Cancer All right. Awareness Month. And I, I just want to say that um, I had, I had treated many patients who are breast cancer survivors that are young. Mm. Okay. Um, I have one patient in particular, she was diagnosed with breast cancer at age 33. And by the time I saw her, she was 36 and she just could not because of, well, because of her breast cancer treatment, because of hormonal therapy, it left her vagina so dry as if she was menopausal in the 60s. Mm. And every time that she was trying to having any type of intimacy with her uh, partner, with her husband, she would bleed. She would be in so much pain. And she would have to live like that for the rest of her life if it wasn't because of the treatment that I did for her. Mm -hmm. And just by doing three treatment on her, her vagina became, you know, young again, mm -hmm. moisturized, um, you know, with like lubrication, natural lubrication without any type of hormonal treatment. And she was able to enjoy her intimacy with her husband um, as a result of the treatment. And that's like life-saving mm -hmm. for her. And relationship-saving. And her relationship-saving, exactly. She was telling me that, you know, had she never thought that breast cancer treatment can be so devastating because no one told her at the time that she was going through the cancer treatment that this will be part of life. Mm. And, um, but it left with her pain and bleeding every time she have intimacy with mm. her husband. But luckily she found me and luckily she know she came for the treatment and she's now like totally, wow. yeah. you know, regained her self-confidence in that issue. So these are like really some of the treatments that can really transform and change someone's life. Mm -hmm. And I really believe in that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think, you know, for those listening, I think maybe 
if this is helpful, kind of my, what I ask myself for treatments is, is it going to empower me and support me in feeling my best and showing up my best? Uh, is it going to, am I doing it for the right reasons? Like I, I do the inner work. I think, you know, the inner work is so important just like, you know, you, if you go to a relationship looking for happiness, you're not going to find the happiness. It starts within and then everything else is a bonus. And so I think the same with confidence and self-love, like you've got to start within first, but these things support, they can support. So am I coming from the right place? Um, Am I trying to look my best, not trying to like look like somebody else or copy a trend or whatever? And then is it, is it, am I doing it in a way that's keeping me in my power? So like not putting myself in a precarious situation financially or, you know, going somewhere that maybe isn't credible or, you know, doing something that's overly risky and I don't really need it. It's, it's doing it for the wrong reasons. So those are kind of the things that, that I think about, um, when going into these things, but, uh, microneedling, check the boxes for all of me. Cause I was feeling, you know, to share my story, I definitely have been feeling, a difference physically, um, in terms of energy as I'm getting closer to my mid thirties. Um, and I saw a lot of sagging in my face and I'm in front of the camera a lot. And I was like, I, I just don't like feel like myself. I'm feeling a bit older. I was noticing myself becoming a bit more self-conscious and I know how to do the mental work, but it's, it starts to just eat away at you a little bit having to take more photos, get more angles. Um, and so I, that was one of the reasons why I was so interested in microneedling because it is, it is a little bit spicy. Um, but I definitely, I feel like for, I had so little downtime, I was a little puffy and a little tender for a few days. Um, and I noticed such a difference in my skin, just lift and tightness. Mm -hmm. And I just, I feel like me a couple years ago and it gave me, I felt so much more confident taking photos and being on photo shoots and showing up going, to events I just feel better um yeah and so I think it's just it's just for me been such a positive experience um and you are actually I I'm so excited about this particular microneedling for those listening um you're a KOL for the brand correct yes I am the KOL for the brand yeah it's a very special um um type of microneedling microneedling because it's a um <clears throat> there's a lot of different uh, microneedling device on the market and this particular brand um, that I'm working with is called Scarlet and basically it's developed by a, um, a physician in Korea and so the mic this is one of the first ones and then it's the only one it's in it in its class this like this so most of the microneedling on the market out there are what's called the insulated microneedling. So do you maybe do you want to explain what microneedling is a little bit first, and then maybe again, yeah, okay. keep going into why this one's so special. Yeah. So microneedling are you can have two different types. You can have just a straight microneedling. That's like when they do things like vampire facial. You might have heard about. Basically, it has no energy, no power, no no thermal energy. So uh, a mechanical injury to your skin helps your skin to realize it's been injured. And when your when your skin is injured, it will bring on, it will signal your own body stem cells and um, to prepare that area. And while it's repairing that area, it will smooth out the skin by building collagen and fibrin and elastin underneath the skin and so the top layer of the skin will become more smooth and um, the wrinkle would would diminish and when you add uh, radio frequency which is a thermal energy you get almost like two different types of injury to your skin and when you do that it's double the power so your 
your body's um, you know, self-defense um, knows that I need to come into this area and repair it. And when it's doing the repair, the new stem cells comes in, new collagen comes in, new elastin and fibrin comes in, and it makes your architecture of the skin much stronger and better. And so you, you are left with a, a thicker, um, better, smoother skin. Okay, and so um, that's what's called, a, I mean, that's basically the idea behind microneedling and the radio frequency on top of it. Now, in terms of the devices, um, there are lots of them out there. Like I said, a lot of them have the insulated needle tip. So basically the entire needle is insulated except the point of the needle. And when you have the insulated needle, um, you may have to, do at multiple depth of penetration because if you do it at only one single depth of penetration, then you're only getting the most bottom um, hmm. energy. The most bottom layer um, will have the energy, but the top oh. of the shaft will not have the thermal energy. And so you have to do it at a sequential different depth. But with a Scarlet, it's a non-insulated needle. So once you put the needle into your skin, the entire shaft of the, um, mm. the needle emits energy. So only one penetration, you can get the entire depth of penetration. Wow. Instead of having to stamp your, your face multiple times in different depth, that creates more pain mm -hmm. and more depth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So that's why the Scarlet um, is, is my favorite because it has the least downtime and it is the least painful out of all the, I mean, like you said, it's a little spicy, but mm -hmm. if you ever try the other microneedling, it's a lot more spicier than this one. Yeah, I have tried another brands, um, both their regular microneedling and then their microneedling with RF, mm -hmm. radio frequency, um, and this was definitely less painful. Mm -hmm. um, and I was just also shocked. Well, something else that just sets your practice apart that I also loved is the treatments that you do after this. Um, but I had my face wasn't even red when I left <laughs> and I was right. expecting to look like, you know, crazy and have everybody staring at me on the subway, but I looked so good. I had a little bit of redness on my neck, mm -hmm. but, um, do you want to share maybe what you, you then do to follow up? I mean, so Scarlet in itself, what is the, what is the brand for people in case they're looking to, well, it's called the Scarlet. Um, and the company is called AMP, AMP, uh, okay. but the, the device itself, it's called Scarlet. And so what's unique with uh, what this device or actually the post-treatment care that we give in our, um, in our uh, aesthetic center is that we also do something called the uh, uh, exosome treatment. Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of people do exosome treatments nowadays. Um, in the old days when there's no exosome, sometimes it will put, will put PRP, like your own platelet-rich plasma um, from your blood onto your face to help you heal faster. But now, we have the exosome, but this particular one that we have, it's a plant-derived, so it's actually really anti-inflammatory. It helps you to actually double the treatment effect. It's almost like doing two treatment in one when you put apply the XOE on it, and it calms down your uh, inflammation because what happens when you when you injure your 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 um, skin by the needle and the thermal energy. Um, it causes some kind of inflama inflammatory response. You want the re inflammatory response, but you don't want too much of it. Mm -hmm. So the XOE actually helps to calm it down a little bit. So it takes that, you know, like initial shock 
from your face and that's why your face actually don't look as red as normally you would with other device or somewhere else you do this um, and then you go home with a repair and then you can put that over time and also over here we put on uh, a red light uh, on your face right afterward and that also calms down your your initial inflammatory response so you actually can go home i mean go home and then go out yeah the same night. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i was so impressed i was like wow <laughs> uh the downtime is is really really reasonable for how effective the treatment is which was mm -hmm. such a big selling point for me when i was like what do i do um which you also are so knowledgeable and and helpful with um i i was thinking it might be helpful to then you know follow up this conversation with maybe some of the main concerns people come to you with and then the treatments you would recommend. So if somebody's listening and they're like, okay, you know what? Maybe doing something about my acne might really make me feel better and show up better long-term or sagging skin or wrinkles or whatever. Um, you know, what would your t recommendations be for some of the, like the top concerns people come to you about? So the top people that comes uh, that people come to me about are usually laxity of the skin, um, and then it may be due to like you know aging process. I mean we all age every single year, mm -hmm. um, so the laxity, the loss of collagen, and the thinning out, and then the droopiness, and or the nasal like you know you can start to see the full like your nasal nasal full or mm -hmm. marine line, or even even your eyelid can droop and even your like eye back can form uh, we have devices that can treat all of these problems and i love to combine energy i love to combine different modalities of treatment so i can basically do a non-surgical facelift and make you look like you almost had a facelift without mm -hmm. the actual surgical portion of it um so i love doing that and we we help people so when people come to me um I ask them to see what they're looking for to do, mm -hmm. um, to look younger, more lifted, and we would devise a, a whole holistic plan to help them. It's more tailored to what their individual needs will be. Um, so I don't like treat everyone the same because not everybody oh, yeah, has yeah. the same problem. Um, so we would tell them, you know, depending on their age, depending on their skin condition, depending on what their goal will be, we would devise different plans for them. Okay. So basically they need to ask you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I did want to bring that up though too, because that was something unique as well about the Scarlet RF is you did my under eye and my eyelid area, mm -hmm. which I was definitely, that was an area I was noticing uh, like just extra skin and like my eyes weren't looking as awake or open. Um, and you can't usually you do those areas with most micro with most night <laughs> with the most microneedling machines yes, yeah you can't do that with any other microneedling scarlet is the only one that you can do up to your eyelash yeah so that's uh, that eyelids yeah mm -hmm. that's yeah such another amazing point about scarlet that i i loved um and then today we're doing another microneedling session yes and i'm so excited because i think last time you mentioned so for those of you who have followed me on Instagram for a while, you will have known that I was a victim of medical malpractice and I had um, somebody used a pre-opened contaminated syringe on my face with filler and I had, it was a nightmare. If you don't know, I was, um, I had to have my face pumped and drained about six times because um, it was just an infection deep under the skin and eventually a hole formed and I just had like pus and blood pouring out for about two weeks. Um, but it left a dent in my face because of all, all of the swelling really like, I guess, squashed my face. I don't know the 
the technical term for it. Um, but then a scar and I still have volume loss and a bit of a scar on that side. And I think you mentioned you can kind of fluff that up as well as I have some pretty noticeable smile lines Mm -hmm. that I've been a little bit like, okay, these are, these are looking very accentuated. And I guess you can kind of focus on those little things with this machine and just kind of add more volume and, and decrease the scarring and the wrinkles. Yes, so basically we do the entire face in a vector sort of like pole because um, it's almost like I can tag your skin by the way I do the microneedling. We don't just stamp all over. A lot of people in a lot of Instagram like videos I watch, people just like kind of randomly stamp your skin with the the microneedling. Um, which is all good. I mean, this, if you, that's all you wanted to do. But basically, while I'm doing the microneedling, I'm pulling your skin into a certain direction where I want oh. it to stay. And I'm doing the tagging method. So basically, if I'm pulling it up, I'm tagging your skin to that direction. And then by doing it that way, when I release your skin, your skin will kind of like stay that in that position. Mm. And that's the idea. And then we do the, we cover skin to skin on your entire face. Um, and over the lines of concern, uh, we actually do more on those lines. So actually it will stimulate the collagen production in mm. those lines. And then when it does that, it actually naturally fills in with your own collagen without the filler. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cause filler, it's just, you know, it is expensive and it is painful to get it done. And you just, for me, my face eats filler in like three months three to four months, it's just like gone. (laughs) Um, I guess it's good to have a high metabolism, but that's one of the downsides. So yeah. And this is, this is so overall, there's so many more benefits to it. Whereas Mm -hmm. filler really just has a very short term benefit and then it's done where this is cumulative and just so many other ways that it's benefiting your skin with elastin collagen lift. Um, and I noticed, I remember you mentioning this, but I, I, completely forgot you were when you, you did half my face Mm -hmm. and you showed me and had me look in the mirror after that. And my face, the side that you did was so lifted. It was like, I had a filter on half my yeah. face. I was like, whoa. So that must be, I guess, cause of the, the, you're pulling the, it in that the direction of pulling. Yeah. Ah, oh, we mm-hmm. love sculpting. Yeah. <laughs> we love lift. Uh, well, I would love for you to share where people can find you. I will have all of this in the show notes, but for anybody who's just listening on the go, um, what is your Instagram, your website in case they want to reach out and inquire about some of your treatments and options? Sure. Um, so I am located in the Battery Park City area, Fidei area. Um, our company name, our medical uh, spa name is Vibrance BPC. And so our website is vibrancebpc.com. And our um, Instagram, basically vibrancebpc. And uh, we have our email, vibrancebpc at gmail.com. Um, and, um, our phone number is 631-888-3350. And again, this is Dr. Helen Shea, and I would love for you out there listening today. Um, if you have any question, any concern, if you want to drop us an email, if you want to give us a call, or if you want to follow us on our Instagram and see what we do, um, I would love to chat with you. Yeah, I love that. Um, And I just love, again, your heart with just wanting to help women feel more confident and step more into their power through feeling good. Um, So thank you for coming on and having this conversation with me. And I'm excited to to hear more of your stories in the future of, of people who you just help them feel better. 
Yes, and thank you so much for inviting me today. I had a great time talking to you and then sharing my experiences with, it, with everyone. Aw, awesome. Thank you.